What's up, peeps? My dad won't let me listen to this episode because he says there's some profanity. I don't know what that means, but I have a feeling somebody has a potty mouth. Oh, well, back to my safe place, TikTok. The Ponder This Podcast has no affiliation, partnership, or sponsorship with TikTok. And now here's Karen Norton. I did break up with someone in freshman year in high school in a note that I passed to him through someone else in English class. You bitch. I know. How the fuck could you do that to that kid? I know. Are you going to tell me who it is? All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, very excited for my next guest. She's someone who is... um, Really one of the nicest people I think I've ever met in my life. Certainly one of the kindest, sweetest. And I think a lot of you would agree. Uh, She's very involved in social media, at least to the extent of lifting people up and commenting, saying nothing but positive things whenever she uh, runs across somebody that she knew, either in this life or a former Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the program none other than Karen Norton. Hey, Karen Norton. Well, hello there. How the hell are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. You did say children of all ages, so I guess I have to censor myself now. Well, I don't, you know, this is my first foray i don't even know uh, my first soiree i'm just kidding into uh, <laughs> podcasting uh, you know i can always put a disclaimer up i at, tease I, I can always put a disclaimer up at the front that says um you know there's, there's a warning <laughs> that there may be some fucking foul language <gasps> oh my ears i don't know why i swear so much but i definitely do and it's it's not because I'm uneducated and and don't know proper um, proper words to use, I just I feel very comfortable swearing. Yes, it's cathartic. But I digress. Yes, <laughs> so do I. Um, I wanted to check in, as I have with several of your former classmates, and just ask off the top, how the hell are you? Oh gosh, never better. For that, real? That's a bold-faced lie. Um, no, f- you know, everything's fine. I think we're all navigating through the COVID situation, but making the best of it, of course. Yeah, it's been an interesting five months, I guess, now. Today is, I know. Today is October. October. Octo- it feels like October. Today is October. I Probably, yeah, because there's hockey going on and uh, everything else. No, today is August 18th. Uh, the day that we're sitting here talking. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. <laughs> it's um, actually today would have been my thirteenth uh, wedding anniversary. Oh well. But uh, I only made it to eight. So. Uh, I only made it to five. So you beat me. Well, thirteen minus eight equals five. <laughs> so we got something going there. There you go. We're not alone, Karen. <laughs> no, we are not. We're not alone. Uh, how have you been? Honestly, how, what have you been up to? Can you fill me in a little bit on um, what Karen Norton's life has been like since 
I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about 48 years of age and, and going back to 1990 when we graduated from high school. You know, why don't we jump off there with sort of what, uh, what did you get involved in and with upon graduating? Well, first, I'm 47. <laughs> don't age me, Mr. Dalton. Sorry, you look 38. Uh, <laughs> you big fat liar. Uh, no, since high school graduation, I uh, went to BU, studied art against my father's will. Uh, he worked for the IRS and begged me to go to Bentley. Okay. Get, get an accounting degree. And yeah, I said, one, yeah. No. Good business school, yeah. Yeah, yeah well. Um, so I, st- I majored in painting. Uh, minor in photography, art history. I'm a painter right now. I paint houses. <laughs> are, you, are we talking like classical, like no, Picasso I'm, stuff? I'm talking we... fine art. Oh, fine art. Yeah, fine art. I'm just talking flipping houses. Yeah. But All right, go ahead. So Sorry. my career started off very colorful. Um, I painted pottery for a high-end place up in Salem called Droll Designs. I loved it, but then the recession hit way back when, and yep. I got laid off. Um I applied to Walt Disney as an animator for 12 years in a row and finally got hired. Come on. Yeah. So I was a background animator down in Florida. And a, th- a backup animator? No, background animator. Oh, background animator. Yeah. So that means I just painted mountains all day long, clouds, trees all day long. Okay. But then I was laid off when they closed the studios. Woohoo! And who, uh, was it a Disney-owned studio? Like, who owned yeah, the studio? it was Walt Disney Studios. Were you, they were located at the MGM lot, were you, which is now Hollywood Studios. All right, so you were in Florida then. Was you in were Florida. in Orlando. You were working for Disney. Working for the mouse. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I worked on Home on the Range, and I bet nobody out there in the world besides Roseanne Barr knows what that movie is. Is that a classic uh, it's, Disney it's, movie? At the time, it was the last hand-drawn um picture that they made and then they came out with like what pixar yeah they they uh they met up with pixar yeah the rest is history pixar and then they made uh like toy story lightning series. mcqueen yep. yeah, yeah. Cars, and then they made and, little cars and yep finding nemo right all that other good stuff got it and that's all like digital animation yeah, yeah. yeah. they uh they moved chris Stan- sanders and his team he created lilo and stitch out to california and okay they, and they laid off everybody else so I made it work. I taught, uh, I don't know if anyone out there in the world had done the uh, Magic of Disney Animation tour, but at the end, an animator yeah. teaches you how to draw one of the characters. Yeah, and can't you buy the slides and stuff? Like, uh, uh, don't they don't they sell, what do they call those? The Yeah, the, they're the, the cells, yeah. The cells, yeah. yeah. It's, it's basically it, like what I would do to, um, when it comes to art, I would copy... I don't know. I I use copy paper and like trace the <laughs> outline because I have no artistic talent whatsoever. Oh, I can teach you. I can't. I can't draw. I stick figures. <laughs> All right. So so I did that for a while. Um, got divorced and moved back to Massachusetts. So you got married while you were living in Florida. No, I got married up here. We moved to Florida and then uh, got divorced and moved back to Arlington. Okay, so that's a little bit of a, a route. Yeah. And what did you learn from it? From all from all of it. From just all from your, of it. Yeah, from your experiences. I mean, from being laid off and just from being divorced. Like, what did it make you tougher? Did it make it, you? It, did it make you crawl and bury your head in the sand? Like, what? What did it do to you? So I 
get finally getting a job after 12 years with Disney, which is my goal. It, it taught me a lot about perseverance yeah. and, and going after what you wanted, despite all the obstacles. Um, getting divorced, I think I learned a lot about myself. I definitely toughened up. Um, mm-hmm. I Many people who know me know that I'm sensitive, so I think I turned my she's too sensitive into a learning experience and and also it takes two to tango you know right it, at the time I was angry and it was not a fun divorce and yeah I don't know, think I, I wasn't at fault at all but. I don't think it ever is I <laughs> yeah. mean honestly it's it's never easy yeah um it goes from I think a place of you know love and and trying to think about a future together to resentment and just uh, why are we wasting any more time in the day even associating with one another i can't stand to be around you and it's that sucks you right. know to have that um sort of have you know have that happen where you care for someone clearly and then you you know and then you just you just say, I, you know, in order to cope, I guess I have to kind of cut the cord and, and just disassociate with you. And yeah, I don't know. It's right. hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at, at the time, there was a lot of bitterness and anger, but uh, we're actually friends now. Good. Uh, ironically. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, <laughs> I think, a little bit. Yeah. We don't have children, so. Okay. There was no reason to remain friends, but but Did after after my dad passed away unexpectedly, he uh, he reached out and and uh, it was it was kind of him to do that. He didn't need to do that. But he did. But he did. It was an amicable yes. communication. Yeah. And that's good. Well, I didn't recognize the number, so I answered it. <laughs> <laughs> so had you recognized... So I here's know. the question. Had you recognized the number, would you have sent it into voicemail, or would you have still picked up the, the call? That's an excellent question. Um I, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I think I, you would have picked up yeah, the call. I, I probably would have picked up Knowing the call. you the way I know you, which, I mean, I don't really know you, but, I mean, uh, I think you would have probably picked up yeah, the I, call. Yeah, I probably would have. Um, so, again, you're kind of a fun one to follow on <laughs> Facebook. I've only been on Facebook for, like, three years. Um, I, I, I never really got into it only because I thought I might, uh, I don't know, say, do, whatever, get get tangled up in it. Who knows? I just sort of said, there's no reason for me to be on here and checking in on people and liking this and commenting on that. I'll just kind of stay in my lane and live my life and yeah. not really be swept up in it. But, you know, there is, there is the element of, you know, keeping in touch with people that I do f- kind of like, you know what I mean? And I do enjoy... Um, you know, sort of seeing what people have been up to and following their children and what they've been right. up to and what people have accomplished and just all that kind of stuff. Um, you're, you're not one to shy away from like a comment or a funny story. I think you, uh, I think you're very real in that you poke fun at yourself constantly, I guess. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Probably because you're such an easy target, you know, <laughs> but... Um, Self-deprecation is my middle name. Yeah, I mean, you've had pictures up there of you and Richard Simmons. <laughs> You've talked about, I think you were in Harvard Square and you rode your bike into John F. Kennedy Jr. No, he hit me in New York City. Oh, in New York City? Yes. It was my first job, my first real job, besides Video Horizons, 
out of college. That's not a Video Horizons isn't a real uh, job. You know what? Like, so. I love Video Horizons, by the way. We still have Video Horizons reunions, and we all say it was the best job we've ever had. And then like, you get Nicola Pizza right there. I know. At Friday night. Yeah. I like, mean, what honestly, we... Video Horizons was the best. I know. I love that job. 12 years I worked there. And, like, we had the power. Like, we could hide the new rentals for the customers we didn't yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, there was a little inside. But you didn't hear that out I didn't say that out loud. I always went when people I knew, like you or Rena or other people weren't working there, and I'd get those, like, Sharon Tweed B-movies with, like, boobies <laughs> and stuff like that. I'd be, I'd be, like, too embarrassed to rent them in front of you, so I just, I'd always, yeah. like, you know, hit the return box, like, at midnight and... I know I digressed from John John, but yeah, yeah. Sorry. But, so but, anyway, you were but, riding a bike. But and since you did mention boobies, um, the East Arlington store had, well, at first it was the list of the you know the X-rated movies. Well, this wasn't like a porno. No, no, I know, it was just I know, like a soft B movie, but with Shannon I, Tweed's boobies. I, like. I never wanted to work in East Arlington because some skeezy person would come and say, "Can I have the list?" And then, of course, one of my coworkers says, you know, you're the last person he's looked at before he goes home. Oh, my and God. And I'm like, oh, that's so gross. <laughs> that's a good, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. can we get back to what yeah, happened John, with, John, John, yeah, John, John, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, uh, so with my first job, I was selling corporate art, uh, which means, like, when you go into hotels, you see all the pretty pictures on the wall. So that was my first art job, not actually creating it, but selling it. You worked for Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, well, it was a smaller... I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I know. Right over the head. Yeah, I was just, um, that was kind I of was think, I was thinking about John John. Sorry. Um, so I was sent um, to New York City for a trade show, and I was 21. New York scares the life out of yeah, me Yeah, it's a big general. place. I know, yeah. And I was there by myself, and, you know, I my sister brought me to Feline's basement in downtown Crossing to buy some clothes so I would look professional she had a brand new hard case wheel luggage that she hadn't even used. She's okay. Like, so you can use this. She's my older sister, seven years older. Yep. And I'm like, oh, I feel so professional. So I, I go through the trade show. I'm terrified for two nights. Where was the trade show? Was it at like the Javits Center? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So I'd take the train back. So I had to make my way to Central Station. Yep. I was there like four hours in advance. So I'm like, well, what do I do? So I crossed the street to a to get a cappuccino. So I'm watching the time. I'm like, okay, two hours. Now I'll make my way. But cabs and cabs, four attempts to cross the street. I can't, I get halfway across and then I'm blown back. I'm a like, little bit oh. of Fraga. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I literally was George Costanza with the arcade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to miss my train. So I'm like, this is it. I'm getting across. So I got into my softball stance and I was like, all right. And I'm zigzagging, zigzagging. I can see the curb. I get on the curb. My luggage is behind me. And then all of a sudden, wham! I am knocked to the ground. My luggage opens. My skivvies are all over the street. Cabs are honking. And the Boston Dorchester comes out of me. And I'm like, you son of... And I look up, and it's John John Butt-Butt. Come on! On his bike with his beret backwards. And he's helping me up. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, stuttering like an idiot. And he's picking up my clothes. He's like, are you okay? And I couldn't speak. And he gets me up on the curb and gets my luggage. He's like, are you okay? I said, uh-huh. He's like, okay. And he rides away and 
turns and gives me a wave and a smile. Are you sure it was him? I am sure. Are you 100% positive? Are you sure? Yeah. So this woman, like strong, strong, like New York accent, she's like, do you know who that was? I'm like, that was John, John, but, but. And then I'm like, oh, I'm really going to miss my train, but John, John, but, but. But then I look down, there's a hunk of my sister's brand new luggage Uh completely gone. Oh, she's going to kill me. I get home. She blows a gasket. I'm like, no, John, John, hit it with this bike. She's like, John, John, hit this. She never used that luggage again. Wow. She kept it on a shelf. We're like, it's the John, John luggage. Oh, God. He right. could have replaced it. He could have thrown you a couple of shekels. And- uh, well, I, a crowd was drawing, and I was still shaking. <laughs> That's funny. I know. And then, uh, so with the Richard Simmons <laughs> photo, what happened there? How did you meet Rich? So I actually met him twice, and this is dating, but we're dating me, but we're all the same age, give or take. Well, you're 47, I'm 48. Ha! So, <laughs> so way back in the day, sweating with the oldies. Yeah. He released an album and was doing a signing at Leechmere. Um, in Cambridge. Sales in Cambridge. Yeah, down by like the uh, courthouse, the exactly. Cambridge courthouse exactly. down there. Yeah, back and by the railroad tracks. Now, my mother never drove in like city areas. She kept to rural suburban type places so we begged my sister and i begged like please we want to go meet him we want the album we want to go meet him so we took the train in just a question why yeah. would you want to <laughs> meet what? richard simmons because he was so fun and cute and he oh wore the short my shorts god i know well okay. i was what like seven like, I'm I'm just, all right uh, all right okay <laughs> he was fun all right and Sorry. so you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. No, I, I just, that would, he wouldn't be on the top of my list, you know, although I do find him entertaining. He is entertaining. On late night talk shows back yeah. in the day. Back in the day, yes. So uh, we get in there and there's swarms of people. And my sister and I get separated from my mother. Now she's in complete panic mode, but we didn't even notice. So we get up there and he's like, oh, and he signs our album. So, you know, we found my mother and everything was fine. Fast forward, I'm working part-time during the Christmas season at the Saga Square One Mall. Around the time I was run over by John F. Kennedy Jr. And my sister calls me. She's like, Richard Simmons has a new cookbook, and he's going to be there tonight signing it. She's like, wouldn't that be hilarious? I'm like, sure, yeah, come on down. We'll, you know, go grab an appetizer afterwards. So we're in line. And there's all these people crying, and he's going from one sad person to another, and one sad person to another. He gets, to, you know, after like a hundred crying people, he gets to my sister and I, and we're like, ah, and he just starts screaming at us, and he is hugging and kissing us. And if you remember the picture I posted, his bodyguard is behind, yeah. <laughs> like ready to like tackle us. I remember. Why were people crying? Well, because you know how much he's done for them what he means to them and oh, their weight I loss gotcha, journey i gotcha, and, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. they were just like yeah they were overly emotional right i got you uh, my bad i'm sorry oh no it, no he's you're he, clearly not the fan that i he, no I, but i understand <laughs> he transformed their life right. to a point of them right yeah sure and, we, and we were just there because hey i'm here anyway <laughs> let's just go meet richard simmons again i like it it was I hilarious like it. he he was screaming and dancing with us Kind of funny. Any? Do you have any other great stories like this? I mean, this pretty a couple. You know, just a few run-ins here and there. The fact that you worked at Disney. I mean, what? What? You know. Oh, there was a time that they were opening Rock and Roller Coaster, and Steven Tyler was oh, yeah. there for the opening, 
And as a cast member, you weren't allowed to go up to any celebrity. Sure. But I said, let them fire me. <laughs> did they go. fire you, Karen? No, they did not. They did not. What did, what did you say to Stephen? Because I, I hid my badge. <laughs> what did you say to Stephen Tyler? Just, I I'm s- a big fan. I, s- and I said, walk this way. And, oh. I, and I got him backstage because people were swarming him. So I brought him back to where he could get a breath of fresh oh, air. Oh, I thought you meant something else when no. you said, <laughs> I, I, I got him backstage. Well... You no, brought. No, no. You brought. I thought I, you said I got no, him. Oh backstage. no no no! I brought him. Oh, you brought. It yes. must be the mask that we're wearing. It. I brought. Got it. B R O U G H. I follow you. <laughs> no. All right. Well, listen. It's been a pretty good, uh, pretty good run for you. Yeah. No. It's it's been entertaining. Yeah. And then to uh, say the least. Yeah. So, what are you up to now? Like, what you know? What have you been? You've been working at a golf course. Is that correct? Are you, am I mistaken? No, you are not mistaken. Um, when I moved back, um, I got a job with Tufts Health Plan. Yep. I was there for ten or eleven years, and I got laid off um, due to reorganization, et cetera, et cetera. So, in during my downtime, looking for a full time job, yep. I. They were looking for help at the golf course that I, I played at. So, okay. so I'm like, oh, yeah. So I've been there ever since. Pine Meadows in Lexington. Yep. Come well, see me. Love Pine Meadows. Yes. We, we used to call it Pine Ghetto, but they really improved the course oh, a lot. Pine Meadows, number five over the water in the yeah. tree line, whatever, yep. dog leg left. Yep. Yep. And then you go to Mario's after for a little Italian yeah. cuisine. And Absolutely. you get yourself a, a banner day right there Absolutely. with a little nine holes. and With friendly customer service. The first two holes are both par fives. That's the thing. Like you're on the tee box and you're like, oh man, I don't want to, you know, you could be in for a long nine holes of golf if you shank your tee shot. Yep. Although it's very open to the right. No, it's all woods and that's the maintenance shack behind there. You have no idea how many. Oh, so there's been a little bit of, yeah, there's been some minor upgrades. Uh, One thing I will say about Pine Mountain, not great drainage back in the day, back in the day. Yep. One One and two still. Yeah, you get a little bit of it's some low, some lake, low yeah. lands or some low wetlands. You get a little bit of water yeah. in your, you know. But they they made some improvements over the winter. They got rid of the sand trap on five because that was slowing play a lot. So they got rid of the sand trap and leveled off the the greens. So, okay. So it keeps it keeps the play going. But I had nothing to do with that. But so as part of this uh, podcast process, I've decided since I'm the host and I can make these executive decisions that uh, we do something kind of fun and do like five questions with, and this way uh, the class will get to hear and anybody else that listens to the podcast outside of the class. I'm assuming there's going to be at least 10 people outside of the class in 1990, at least 10 that listen. Um, My family's that big. So, (laughs) um, you know, just to kind of compare and contrast and just see what you get for reactions. So are you ready for five questions? I am ready. It might be like seven or eight, but we'll ju- we're just calling it five questions because okay. it's, it's easier. Um, this is like a two-parter, but it, it's what what drives you, Karen, and like what makes you happy? You know, I obviously love to laugh. Um, professionally... Uh, what drives me is just a sense of satisfaction that I've given my all. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need big awards. I, you know, just to make someone happy. I think my career has pretty much been customer service. I mean, since Video Horizons, really. Um, Disney, right now I skipped over part-time at a golf course, but I work for the town of Lexington as well. 
in their community center. I'm furloughed at the moment because mm-hmm. I'm public facing and there's nothing happening with the public at the moment. Got it. Um, but I love it. You know, work, like working the, with the community, the special needs adult programs. You know, I, d- I just love being with people. And, and uh, at the end of the day, like if I'm tired from working and running around buildings or golf courses or whatnot, it uh, keeps me motivated. Got it. And you have to love what you do. Yeah, you do. I tell my son, love what you do, do what you love. Right. Makes life a lot more enjoyable. Right. Surround yourself with good people. Right. Exactly. There's a lot of little timisms that I have that yeah. I've stolen throughout my lifetime or taken from others that have sort of bestowed them upon me. Right. Um, in a total opposite direction of, from what makes you happy, do you have any, is there like one regret in life, anybody out there you want to apologize to for something that you, you've done in your past <laughs> or haven't done? So... It's funny you you, uh, bring that up because I was thinking about regrets. I was actually in the hospital a few weeks ago. From dehydration, folks, don't get dehydrated. It's what caused me to be in the hospital for a week. Uh, But I'm fine now. But I was thinking about, geez, because they really didn't know what was wrong with me at first Mm -hmm. because my kidneys were shutting down. I'm like, what? This is how I go? Like, (laughs) great. But, uh, yeah, dehydration can hurt your kidneys. But I was really reflecting. I'm like, you know, do I have regrets? And I think if anyone says they don't have regrets, they're lying. Is, you it, know? is it, I regret not drinking more water? <laughs> I regret. Like, I regret not having electrolytes in yes, my body. I oh, know. Sorry. I regret eating too much ham and cheese. Um, no, but it's, I, of course I have regrets, but I try not to. I try to learn from them. And um, I certainly regret if I've unintentionally or intentionally hurt someone by something I've said or not said, done or not done, or just did something selfishly but for some reason and I've already somewhat maybe he would disagree with this but um I did break up with someone in freshman year in high school in a note that I passed to him through someone else in English class you bitch I know how the fuck did you do that to that kid I know are you gonna tell me who it is Keith Walters Keith I'm really sorry Walters Dude, I need to get you on the program, Keith. Get your side of this story. This is like big time. I'm really sorry, Keith. And I know I emailed you this, but I'm saying it publicly to the class of 1990. It was horrible. Your, if that's your biggest regret, then oh my well, God. It, it was immature. Then oh my God. And selfish. Then, oh my God. And I, you know, I took the easy way out All with, right. with my little folded Listen, notepad. Listen, that's notepad. not a regret. I have to cut you off and move to the next <laughs> question because that's not even a regret. No, I do. Um, do you have a favorite guilty pleasure? Oh, goodness gracious. Favorite guilty pleasure. Probably too many to name, but... Um, geez. Let me help uh, you out. Let yeah, me help yeah, you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love bird watching. Is that guilty? No, I, I, w- I would say just probably food related to be quite honest like a big plate of nachos watching the golden girls like okay. and, and yes my mask is the golden girls yes it is thank you for being a friend which golden girl would you be i am a cross between rose and blanche okay rose and blanche okay depending on the day how do you um fill in the blank on this question there's nothing better than a really good <laughs> blank this is where the 
children of all ages, censorship should come in. So I'll, I'll, I'll center myself. I would say back rub. Okay, back rub. A sensual massage. Yes. Groovy, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Uh, any weird collections or hobbies that people don't know about? I collect anything Kennedy. Okay. Anything Kennedy. Like uh, bikes to the head <laughs> and, and broken <laughs> furniture? Like that's a, that's a Kennedy collectible? <laughs> I, my sister actually just got me a pop doll that was JFK. But you know those little pop dolls? Uh, kind of, sort of, yeah, not really. Sadly, so maybe that's a a weird collectible item. I collect pop pop dolls, um, but yeah, I have um, original photographs that were uh, that photographer White House photographers have taken and marked up. And okay, so I have I have an extensive collection. I even have JFK's autograph. Fantastic. Ooh. Hey, I'm uh, 48. And you're 47, which means we're both almost 50. Have you had a colonoscopy yet? No, no. I have not. All right. I'm all about uh, colorectal health. So So I take it from your stance that you have. Oh, yeah, a couple of them. I'm just making sure that my classmates don't die of colon cancer, so I think you should get screened. Dr. Morgan, my my doctor, would probably greatly appreciate this PSA moment. So I'm just going to say, I'm gonna, just going to throw it out there that uh, within the next couple of years, guys, definitely before our 35th um, high school reunion, you should all, like, we should all just like, hey, you get one, you get, you're good, right? Like, everyone's gotten, like, that's how we should greet each other at the 35th. Um, so I, I promise you, because I, I, do, I do think it's 50 and up unless you have, you know, a history yeah, yeah, of your family. Yeah, exactly. So I promise you, I, I will but, do yeah, it when the right. time is right. So everyone's got a pass. I'm just kind of preemptively like throwing it out there. So I will say to all my female friends out there, don't forget to get your slamograms. Slamograms. Yes. Even though on my last one, I did get stuck in the machine for two and a half minutes. Oh, what was that like? Oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> um, it must have been a new technician, and she kept hitting the button to release, and it wasn't releasing, and... I was standing there, as you can imagine, stuck. Wow. And my biggest fear was that she was going to have to call maintenance to come in as I'm stuck, you know, kind of hanging out there. And Must have been terrifying. I, I was like, only me. It, it falls into the category of only me. So, uh, I, so I said, you know, is, there's got to be a manual way to open this thing rather than hitting the same button over and over again. <laughs> I wonder if anyone else has had this issue, and if if so, I definitely want to hear about it to make sure that Karen's <laughs> not the only weirdo that's had this happen to. <laughs> Sounds like a made-up story to me. I don't know about uh, you guys, but uh, oh. I do tend to believe her on most yeah. most things. Yes. The right. last of five questions, which I know, like it's like the eighth one. I know people. I know how to count. It's one, seven, nine, fourteen. Uh, if you won. A million dollars, or like if you hit the lottery, Mega Millions, something like that, Powerball. What uh, what would you do with the million dollars or the millions of dollars? The millions. Well, I would certainly consult with a financial expert to secure my retirement. <laughs> 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 
that's the oh my god and, that answer is and, so freaking lame well you didn't let me finish and of course i would be charitable but then i would take once COVID is done trip around the world and buy a few condos on beaches and golf courses been around the world and i i, I so you would I you would take the winning baby. you would travel around the world and buy condoms everywhere <laughs> Is that what you said? You'd buy condoms everywhere yeah, around the I, world? I, I guess I should have said that really is my weird collectible item. I collect condoms. Oh, you said condos. Yes, condos. These damn masks. Condominiums. I'm making it so hard for me to hear. Condominiums. Um, finally, and this is not one of the five questions. This is just a question. Is there anything that's like, you know really important to you is there any is there any cause is there any charity is there any group of people is there anything that you would like to advocate for or on behalf of using this platform that i am giving you right now and if so please pontificate certainly i um since my father passed away unexpectedly from a massive heart attack and heart issues running the family. Um, the American Heart Association is one of uh, my biggest charities that I give to every year, followed closely by Make-A-Wish Okay. and um, the Wounded Warrior Project. Great. Love that one. And, um, you know, the list goes on and on, um, especially now with COVID, you know, feeding America. Yeah. Um, but I would say, you know, just... Do what you can, you know, for anyone out there. It doesn't matter what charity you pick or what you do. Like, even little by little. Like, I was in a uh, buying a kitty cone on my walk for health. Don't tell anyone. But uh, this woman had three kids, and she was $2 short for all the ice cream for the kids. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I'm like, here, here, I got it. I got it. And, you know, not looking for accolades on that, but just, like, little little things mean a lot. Karen, yeah. I'm not going to give you accolades for, for $2, <laughs> but what I am going to give you accolades for is for being a good person. Oh, and, and honestly, I do that kind of stuff like the pay it forward or, you know, the, you go through the Dunkin' Donut drive-thru and you say, hey, I want to get the person behind me in line or, right. you know what I mean? And um, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, me uh, you too. Know, I've, um, I've done it for veterans or just people, you know what I mean? I just, whatever. If Sometimes if you're in a rotten mood, it kind of helps break your funk right. to... Um, to do something for somebody else. I've, I've often found that, um, you know, charity, as they always say, starts at home, but I guess I gain a lot of fulfillment from doing things for people I care about. I'm way more of a giver than a receiver when it comes to like holidays and gifts and Christmas. And right. I'm all set. If I need something, I'll go get it. Thank you very much. But I love giving or trying to be thoughtful. I do. I, I feel like it's a good quality. Um, I'm going to keep it. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna hang on to that quality and uh, try to build upon it. Amen. Um, finally, I will end with uh, any thoughts, just random, general on high school. Like I know you still kind of keep in touch with your girls' club. Yep. Um, I think coming in, you mentioned that uh, you've read all of Jane Healy's books, which is yes. great. I, I I I highly recommend that uh, people look up Jane Healy and buy her books. Um, you know, support one of your own. Like, let's go. I mean, yeah. if 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 everybody from my class hasn't read her no, her novels, you're shame on you. Like, that's ridiculous. Um, that'd be like saying I haven't listened to like a Dane Cook album or something. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> I know. so. Um, 
Also a Video Horizons alum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anything, uh, anything you want to say just, uh, you know, about your high school experience or anything like that? Yeah, you know, at the time, you know, you have your own close-knit friends. And like you mentioned, I am blessed to have friends from kindergarten that, you know, I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some like Amy that's in Colorado, like we don't talk every day or even every week. But once we do, we pick right back up where we left off. Right. And, and what I found over the past several years, like Tim, we've all gotten together in groups. Uh, our class was, they had their own little pods, but like we also can mix. Like we've been out with, with people that I didn't really hang out with in high school. Right. And now, you know, like Amy Howard, Lisa French, like it's just, we're all so, I, I just think we're a great class and a great group of people. And it's nice to, you know, branch out and just see what everyone's doing. And that's kind of, I know you say I'm on, on social media, but I got on Facebook because I think Ellen Avisis, um, no longer Avisis, but uh, she had started one of our high school reunion invites through Facebook, and that's how I joined. Mm-hmm. And I just loved it, like just seeing where everyone's at, seeing their sure. kids. And and uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm very proud to be a member of this uh, graduating class. I think we have a lot of good people. All right, last question, we'll wrap it up. Is there one person in particular that you sort of enjoy following on Facebook that you are dying to sort of have me connect with? more than anyone else is there anyone that comes to the top of top of brain so he's not on facebook but i think you and i have texted about this dave schaffner yep um he's not on facebook he is on instagram um but he's hilarious i've known him since fourth grade i can call him at a moment's notice dave i can't reach the light bulb in my kitchen he's there at my house helping me he's hilarious and he's still buddies with timmy byrne daryl leonard ramo Mm mm-hmm if you got those guys in a group setting, you'd need probably three hours. You, you mean on the podcast? Yeah, on like the podcast. In a, yeah, 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 just making sure. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Invite them over for a barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'd be happy to get them all. Yeah, I keep poking them because... Uh, As I've said many times, I think um, having two or three people come in would be good a good breakup yeah. from the one-on-one and just having a group of a small group of friends come in and sort of reminisce together you know well listen i can't thank you enough for coming in always a pleasure to see you i'm glad you're well health okay amen thumbs up top notch um continued happiness and success likewise uh, good luck on the golf course (laughs) thanks ladies and gentlemen she is karen norton signing out (laughs) 